Welcome to the Gentle Revolutionary Podcast, stories of community-led action and stories of how friends and neighbours are coming together to make life better. I'm Richard Holmes, and with me today are Ben Ward and Fiona Campbell from Well Jungle. Hello. Hello. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about what Well Jungle is and who you are, because um, we're in this beautiful market town of Dursley in Gloucestershire. So tell us how you got started. Okay, we started 10 years ago. We were doing a lot of work with young people. And one of the things we found is that a lot of young people didn't have uh, confidence um, to try new things. And the whole idea behind World Jungle was really trying to give people new experiences, to broaden horizons, but also to try and get people working together and creating stronger communities. At the time, we were living in Bristol, and you'd walk down the street and look inside uh, people's windows, see everyone with the little screen in the corner and at the time we were finding it quite tough with our own children and just felt um, it would be great if people worked um, together and did more things in common rather than living in their own isolated four walls essentially so for the last 10 years we've been trialing different ways of bringing the community together giving people a taste of new experiences and that's really where the name world jungle came from jungle being the diversity diversity of plants and what we try and do is just provide a diversity of experiences and bring people together so you started your journey into community building with the barnwood trust fairly recently i guess it's been about a year or so now so tell us a little bit, perhaps you can tell us, Fiona, what have you experienced during that time? How did you get started and what, what are you learning? Well, I've been with World Jungle for three years, so a couple of years before I undertook the training with Balmwood. Um, and we got involved, three of us from our team went along to the training, which lasted it was sort of a day a week for about three months. And what I found was it was really interesting to sort of go out and see what there was already in our community and also um, how friendly it was and how welcoming Dursley already is. Um, and, but the number of people really who were all who went along to a lot of events, a lot of different events, and one of our, our things really is to try and reach people that don't, aren't there out in the community and make them feel like they're more welcome. We know that stories are really important for mobilising communities. Um, so what stories have, have you got here in Dursley that you think are making a difference to how people live their lives? Um, well, one of the things is is that where I've perhaps all people from World Jungle have set up different projects, um, such as the Full of Life project, which I've worked on a lot, and it's in different sheltered accommodations within Dursley and CAM and over in Barclay as well, where people have actually, from within their own communities, with perhaps help from some volunteers, um, I'm not involved with those anymore, but they've been able to keep going. And um, I do, I visit sort of every month or so, but it doesn't, I don't, I'm not the person, I'm not the energy behind that anymore. And that's really satisfying that, that just by my starting something, they can then carry on with that. And it means that after any funding that we've perhaps had as well, Jungle, um, on the Full of Life project, means that they can just get on and have a nice time themselves and have a social activity in their own sheltered accommodation. Ben, what are you learning about this way of working? What's it, what's it meaning for you? I think um, the kind of... The, it's not so much that it's a complete radical change. We've been doing community building work 
in a way for the last like I say 10 years but a lot of those projects we would engage young people or different parts of the community to help us shape the projects and carry out some form of consultation to help get the project going but I think what we found with the kind of more purist ABCD approach is it's really trying to remove ourselves from from the doing and really be act more as a catalyst and be very conscious of where we are directing work and try and see ourselves as more as a facilitator taking a step back so the kind of major shift for us has just been trying to always ask ourselves are we are we are we doing the work for people or are we empowering other people to do the work and and i think it's just enabled us to develop or work with the community to develop projects which are more sustainable and less funding dependent. I think it's quite easy in the voluntary community sector to become quite kind of project focused or funding driven and think, oh, we need to get money in to do this. Whereas I think the more purist ABCD approach very much is like, well, what are the assets? What are the skills? What are the resources you have within your community? And how can you get those going? So you're not dependent on on an an external funder or uh, provider to do things for you. And uh, some of the evidence we're beginning to see is these projects can take on a life of their own, which don't require the input uh, from ourselves. Whereas before, a lot of our projects, we'd have funding for a year, two years, three years. Everyone would enjoy the activities we provided, but at the end of that period, it would stop and it wouldn't carry on. I think now we're very much more conscious from the very beginning about how these projects can be sustained um, on their own without, without external input. I know lots of people talk about, so how do you get started with this community building thing? Well, where, where do you start? So Fiona, where, where did you start? Well, I think the, the, the way I started was by having conversations with people and just literally saying hi to people. You, you might be queuing up at the gym or say where we're sitting here you know, outside a cafe, someone will come along who perhaps you might have known 10 years ago because children went to school together. And, yeah, rather than sort of going in on a very formal basis um, with maybe a, a questionnaire, you're just having a chat and what do you like about Dursley? What do you think? Or, you know, would you like to... Further, much further down the conversation, you know, is there anything you'd like to do? Is there any sort of group you'd like to set up? I mean, an example of this is not something that I've personally been involved with, but there's now a great knitting group at the library, which there were there were people who wanted to find someone to, to knit with and chat with, and so that was a space that they could use for free. And there's sort of at least ten people now get together on a on a Wednesday morning who wouldn't have done done that anyway. But it's definitely just being out there and getting to know people in the community and and also getting people who perhaps think they can't start anything to have the confidence to it hasn't got to be anything big it could just be you and one other person um just getting together to do something you both enjoy So what does this mean for people that are perhaps not on the margins or isolated in their communities? What does this approach mean for them? I 
think the thing is, is that it sort of takes the pressure away from them because it's 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 a friendly it's a friendly situation where it's quite informal, and you might go along the first time to something, and you but you know there'll be a friendly sort of face there because it's other people from within your own community rather than someone someone in authority saying you will come along to this group and you will enjoy it. It's other people who are like yourself and. We, we've all been in situations where peer group support is is really important to you and in a way you listen to your peers more than you do to perhaps an authority figure and it's it's just sort of getting all those all those things together and you, you know partly partly what I do is making connections because I'll be chatting here with somebody and where we've got say the dog show on Sunday somebody I was at a party with on Saturday has just got a puppy and I said well why don't you go along there you'll meet because they're new to the area you'll meet people and I don't have dogs that Ben does you know <laughs> go dog walking everyone chats to you and it's it's just sort of helping people just step outside their own front doors as much as anything isn't it what what do you think have been the challenges for you in doing some of this work I think the challenges are always trying to step back from doing things and adjusting. You know, if you're involved in voluntary sector groups, you're you're used to working at a certain pace and doing things and perhaps multitasking, designing posters, booking rooms. I think when you're trying to do community building or work with the community to, to, to get more going, it's really just trying to keep your hands behind your back and and keep yeah. your mouth shut yeah. and not offer to do anything yes. <laughs> but be supportive and smiling and kind of encouraging at the same time so it's it's a, it's a, it's harder skill than you imagine if you're a doer if you're used to being a kind of doing person or used to things operating at a certain pace it's really just trying to let let that uncomfortable silence occur in the meetings where no one stands up to do anything and not be the first one to kind of jump in, but really just let it, let someone else feel the discomfort <laughs> and let them put their hand up to do the task. Because that's the challenge. If, if you keep doing things for other people, then then they become dependent. So um, what is it that they're saying, never do something for someone that they can do for themselves. Yeah. And I think that's that's a kind of good motto that we mm. try and we try and apply in our work in, in, in Dursley in doing the ABCD uh, community building work. One, one example I've got, though, of a frustration, I think, is some people came up with a fabulous idea of a different sort of sewing group. They got very enthusiastic. I, I said, I'll research on the internet and see if we can buy some, um, some equipment for you, know, for you, with perhaps a little bit of a grant, a small sparks grant. So I put quite a bit of time into it and then in the end they decided they didn't want to do it. So I will say that, that the frustration then of it's such a good idea, and I'm not saying it won't pop up somewhere else, you know, in the future, in the next few years, but you know, th- this whole thing about doing embroidery with sort of larger needles and things, but no, they just did not want to run with it. And so of course it's not my position to say, right, I'll set this up and then get people to come along. I have to wait for someone in the community to do it. And so that, that is, you know, there's many examples of that where people have really good ideas, but they don't want to run with it. And you're thinking, oh, you know, that, that could be so good. And I guess you have to manage your own frustration <laughs> through that. Completely. 
with support from the rest of the team at Barnwood. That's the great thing about these caring groups that we, on a Monday that we have, because you can say, and everybody's been in the same boat. <laughs> so what advice would you give other people in different organisations that are thinking, well, this could be for us, but we don't know quite where to start with it? I think I think it's it's it, it. You have to look at your own resource, your own priorities as an organisation, and see whether what what your what are your what are your aims, what are your aspirations as an organisation. Because it's not going to be for everybody this this way of working. It's it's a kind of unique approach, and it's a long term approach, and it's a it's a significant culture change to the way most people operate. So you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be honest with yourself as to whether or not this is the time place and whether you've got the resources to put into it because um, one of the one of the benefits that we found through working with Barnwood is is not being target driven not having to face um, pressure of, of kind of intensive monitoring reports and and a recognition from Barnwood that this does take time and I think that's that's going to be the challenge for different organizations is to think well who are the who are the drivers of that organization what are their expectations have you got buy-in at, at a senior level board level in terms of this approach do they understand do they genuinely understand what we're talking about by ABCD and a real grassroots community bottom-up way of doing things? Because it's quite easy to say, oh, yeah, we want the community involved, we want them to have a voice. But do you really, do you really want that to be the way things operate? And so it does require honesty and it, and it requires a, a, a proper understanding of what, what this approach is about, I think. So I'd, I'd say I'd highly recommend it. It's a very fulfilling filling and positive and um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a world which is you know l- limited resources where communities seem to be getting more isolated and people more cut off in many ways we need this more than ever but it is a challenge to deliver this in a genuine and authentic way Fiona what's been your highlight um, my highlight is definitely meeting a, a more diverse section of the Cam Dursley area, you know, every age group, lots of different people. Um, it's, it's been just great. And as you reflect on the work that you've done, what do you think your your learning has been? Well, my personal learning is definitely that you have to step back and let people um, find, find their own way, but with some support from you. I mean, we've got a fabulous social reporter and I've had to sort of say, you know, you, 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 you write that piece. I won't write it, you write it. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just seeing perhaps her grow. It's fantastic. Definitely highlight. Ben and Fiona, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely to hear about your experiences here in Dursley. And good luck for the future. Thank you. Thank you.